Call of Duty. This is me doing a beatboxing thing at the beginning of the episode. You almost sounded like a, there was like a prospector voice hey, that came in there. I'm a prospector. But it very, it barely came in and left quickly. I'm a prospector or I'm a prophet of doom. You're doomed. Doomed. But I thought that the idea was to obtain a prophet. Not that kind of prophet. P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Ooh. Because like, I'm P-H-A-T, yo. That's what I thought. Okay. Fat as fuck. It's the podcast. Hello. It's the podcast. Hello. I'm Sam. I am Michelle. Yeah. Also known as Dracul, Draculio, Mika, Fatty, uh, Shell. Dracul von Puppenstein? Dracul. That's the full name. Shawanda Pierre Filbert? <laughs> what? That's an old one. What did you just say? Shawanda Pierre Filbert. Filbert? I mm-hmm. like that part. Bopper. Bopper? Mm-hmm. How many nicknames have you had? Pez? Pez? Yeah. Pez. Jeebus. And Jeebus. You usually call me Jeebus <laughs> when I'm getting you from behind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm getting pig. Ooh, pig. Awesome. Well, it's another day. It's another podcast. And this time, it is my choice. (laughs) It sure is. We have listened to, I don't know how much you listened to, I'm guessing three times, Judas Priest's Painkiller. I kind of chose this on a whim. Well, (laughs) unfortunately... I do not have painkillers at my dispense. Huh, did you need a painkiller to get through painkiller? No, but it it took patience. And something that I had said on the last episode about how I felt like I needed to listen to things more and give them more of a chance. Yes. I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still have to be able to kind of click in with something a little bit. There has to be something... I felt like this was a joke. I felt like you fucking <laughs> chose this as a joke. I do not feel like this is real. <laughs> is it because of the vocals? Or is it everything? Because there is very cheesy it's, music as well. It's probably everything. <laughs> Look at that voice. I, I get that laugh. You get such a kick. Every time we do one of my albums... I just go. <laughs> I think you, that's just how you are in life. That's true. You get a kick out of fucking with people and making people uncomfortable. <laughs> it turns you into this little shit stained kid. I'm like sitting here crouched up like a child. It's I probably like, got that shit eating grin on my face. It's your version of Nelson from The Simpsons. Instead of going, ha ha. So it was obviously a chore for you. <laughs> It was. It it was. I, for me, this album uh, is also. I get how it is a joke, but there is a big part of me that genuinely loves. Parts Are you admitting of this. something to me right now? What? That this is a joke. Not giving it to you. No, I understand that there are songs on here that are fucking awful, and they are a joke. They're not <laughs> good. But there's songs on here that I genuinely love. And this is the first time Judas Priest had drums like this. Mm-hmm. So, And this is the only Judas Priest album I listened to, which is probably a sin 
to the metal world people, but but you said that this is a what you consider a good Judas Priest album, or what the Judas Priest fans would consider a higher on the list album. From what I've read, both I don't I can't really speak to it because I don't know that much Judas Priest. I just knew things like uh, breaking the law mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I'd never heard that before. Well, I had heard those songs, and I thought Judas Priest was just kind of laid back. Excuse me, I got chili burps going. We oh, had yeah. chili. I was. I've been concerned. I know that it's coming. <laughs> it burps. Oh, gas. I thought you meant the release. That will be tomorrow at work. <laughs> it will be painful. It's I will be in the bathroom bad. for a long time, but I will be looking at myself and at the same time, so I will be okay. Yay. So, but I don't really know much Judas Priest to base it to but in my head judas priest was not good at all like even i know that this is a ridiculous album but i thought it was even worse than this because they are kind of at least rob halford the way that he dressed being looking like a leather daddy and they all dress like that oh though. they do yes I, I it's definitely an image of the band oh uh, yeah that's kind of a turnoff rob halford would come out on a or it still does it comes out on a motorcycle with like big long leather tassels and stuff like he's a cowboy doesn't he wear almost like a cop hat yeah sometimes yeah that leather daddy you, it's that leather daddy look you were introduced to this by was it beavis and butthead no this album is that what you're asking or judas priest judas in general? priest in general uh judas priest in general yes probably beavis and butthead because of breaking the law breaking yeah, the law i think that that was my introduction yeah. as well and then I actually heard Breaking the Law, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, this song is actually not very good. <laughs> I was like, man, Beavis and Butthead made it w- sound way cooler than it actually is. So what introduced you to this album? This album was Mr. Adam motherfucking Cutter. Oh, Cooter. Yeah. <laughs> AC Cool. How have we not ever called him Cooter? Uh, because Cooter is that guy from uh, fucking Dukes of Hazard. Okay, well, there's a coo, someone. Coo, coo. Everyone has... A nickname that someone else Adam. has. We'll start calling him Adam Cooter. Adam Cooter. Because <laughs> he's AC Cool to me. AC Cool, which is a really good, except oh, yeah. that cool is the C. So it's like air conditioning. Oh, cool. Air conditioning cool. Well, he's Adam oh, Cutter cool. Fine. Adam Cutter he's cool. He's Adam Cutter cool. Adam Cutter cool. But anyway, he brought this album to me because I was talking shit about <laughs> Judas Priest one day. And he was like, no, I have an album that I think you'll like. And then he brought me this album, and he played that first song where the drums come in. Mm-hmm. I was immediately like, oh, ah, fuck, because it's heavy. But this is the only album that you really listen to. Yeah, I've never really dived into anything else. Okay. I said on a prior podcast, I get into most, there's a lot of bands that I got into like one album. Mm-hmm. And then I just stopped for some reason. That's fair. I did that too. I don't know if it's right. I wonder if a lot of people do that. It's probably not probably. right. Probably. I tried to listen to a newer Judas Priest album and I just wasn't impressed. But I think I also have ears that aren't ready. Not ready, but are just like, that's all old hat to me by now and I don't really want to hear it it's anymore. It's also weird when a band who's been around for a long time is still making music. Like it's not, and I don't mean weird because do whatever you're fucking driven to do. That's great. But it's weird to get into stuff if you're not, I feel if you're not on the train kind of for the whole ride, it's kind of hard to jump on an old metal band later on, I would I think. I like, agree. with the new stuff, not I, looking backwards. Yeah. 
I absolutely agree. Which, I mean, you were looking backwards, but they were still, I mean, they're still technically making music now, or yeah. were. Yeah, no, they're still making music. They By just the time put you it heard on this, the, so. I don't know if they put out another album since, maybe, but I know they put out an album called, uh, fuck, what's it called? Who's that Rob guy? Halford's Nut Butter. Yeah, what's that guy called? Nostradamus. It was like a big Nostradamus storyline. Was it like a millennium thing? Oh, no, you said this was recent. This is recent. Like this year? Not this year, but past three years, four years. Okay. So, anyway, let's I get on to this album. I got little factoids for you. Oh. Released September 3rd, 1990. Got you. Which I would have sworn 88. Definitely has sounds an, of it. Definitely has an 80 sound, but coming out in the... You know, in ninety, it's still gonna have the eighty sounds. Oh yeah, I would have, I would have guessed even earlier if it weren't for the drums. The drums are just so, uh, like thrash metally. Yeah. And they have so much kick drum, double bass drum, which is new for this band. This guy uh, Scott Travis, kick drip. He came in and he pretty much changed up how the Judas Priest sound sounded, made it heavier. Okay. Which is probably why I like this album more than anything I've ever heard. Oh, so this is heavier for them. I believe so from anything else before this. Okay. And then the last little factoid, it received, this album received, uh, well, something on this album received a Grammy nomination, but it lost to Metallica. Stone Cold Crazy, a cover. <laughs> I think I've heard it. That Stone Cold Crazy I cover? I don't believe I've been able to listen to the entire no, thing. No, you don't like it. You have heard it. We've listened to it together. But we actually take a part of that I also for our version. Enjoy Queen and I do not like Metallica. No. So the idea of it, since I don't remember what it actually sounds like, is awful. It, it makes sounds me... like James Hetfield singing it. Stone yeah. Cold Crazy. Yeah. I think he changes the isn't there a line about rubber water gun? Yeah. He changes it to like a real gun in that line. Rubber Tommy water gun. Yeah. I think he's like, my fully loaded Tommy machine gun, something like that. Yeah, that fits the same. <laughs> that fits right in there. Yeah, that fits the same. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go into you this. dive in? I, I well, Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to the end somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Here come the drums. Painkiller. Title track. Me hooked right now. That makes sense. Young Sam. Sounds like me, doesn't it? Oh, like playing? This sounds like you? No, no, no. I can't <laughs> play like this fucking guy. I asked you if this was in Rock Band because it this makes me feel like I'm playing Rock Band. Did I answer you? You said it was not. I could be wrong. Because oh. I thought that I had heard this before. Because this is not music I would choose to listen to on my own. No. No, not at all. Now I'm interested. I can see us being super hammered playing this song. And Adam being all fucking excited about it. And me too. Is this? Unless it's just from you singing. This is... <laughs> fucking love it. Mankind's on his knees. How familiar with Rob Halford were you? before this I mean, at all just that he existed I knew he existed I know what he looks like I know that he's a homosexual but I don't know anything about Judas Priest 
I don't really know anything about Judas Priest either. This is... <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone who loves this and that I'm being disrespectful. It's fine. But I think it's funny. I think that you can't... Okay. I, I don't feel like I'm being disrespectful. Painkiller is a song on Rock Band 2. Okay. Written by Judas Priest. So, so you were right. Your yeah. memory serves you correctly. I love this song. <laughs> I've tried to learn this song on guitar, too. You probably heard me you could just play rock this band. song. Yeah, I can just play rock band. I anyway, I want to make this point rock before band. I forget. Ooh. I think anybody who listens to music like this, with vocals like this especially, or even death metal vocals and stuff, you fucking understand that it's ridiculous. And you get that it's goofy as fuck. Really? I mean, I do. I understand. It's I feel like ridiculous. there are people who don't think it's goofy. That okay, they yeah. think it's cool. But I think it's cool, too. But I understand it's fucking goofy as hell. But I like goofy stuff. I think it's funny. I just can't take an entire album, album of it. Of it. <laughs> I think if someone was like, okay, listen to this. This is a joke. Then I'd be like, oh, man, that's hilarious. This is great. This is hilarious. But then someone actually make, making a career out of it. Uh, which they've had a very lucrative career. <laughs> yeah. Probably more overseas, though, right? I would assume. Because they're not an American band. They're not an American band. They're definitely British. Um, most bands like this are very popular overseas. Like, Japanese audiences are like waves and seas of people. This would be so hard to play on rock band, the guitar part. It's songs very hard to... K.K. Downing... And Glenn Tipton, the two guitar players, uh-huh. they are really fucking good at the guitar. Yeah, that that sounded crazy. I can't... It's very hard. I mean, I was listening to you, but I was also listening to that, and I was just like, this is a lot. I'm just I, trying to imagine, like, pushing b- oh. four buttons. God damn it, that fucking rock hit. <laughs> I hated the guitar. I hate you. You were the drummer. And Guitar Hero. I sang and played the drums. <laughs> I'm rocking out. The bass wasn't as bad, but I hate playing the guitar. And I hate playing Guitar Hero. And I hate the guitar on Rock Band. But I'm, talk- I'm talking also about playing real guitar. Because we yeah. had to do that in school. We had Put a music fingers, teacher. Yeah, I just don't have the fingers for it. I have short fingers. And I've got soft skin. I don't have working man hands. Working man And even hands. more now... I ha- I mean, there's an entire scar on my oh, yeah. left pointer finger. That finger is ruined. Finger got chopped almost. I uh, <laughs> almost cut the entire fingertip on my left hand, left pointer, with a box cutter at work. And I said oh, that. I love this part. I said I was cutting a box, but I was cutting my pants. I <laughs> see so you lied. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't want to get fucking piss tested. Yeah, I had to go true. to the emergency room. And they were like, do you need to get... Do you, do you need a drug test? And I was like, no. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Uh, and I, I think that the corporation may have required that, but because I was just like, no. And the person who yeah, came with fuck. me didn't... Yeah. So you didn't go to the hospital at all? Yeah, I had to go to the ER. Oh, I didn't hear that. And they one. had to glue it. Oh, they did the glue? Uh-huh. Which sucked. Because it I think it takes it longer to heal. 
because it doesn't expose it to the air. So it just kind of like it starts. I think it heals on the inside, but it doesn't heal on the outside as quickly. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been glued. Besides accidentally gluing myself. But not a wound where you cut almost your whole fingertip off. Fuck no, I don't... That would be mortifying. It definitely completely altered my fingerprint. I mean, it's... Yeah. So you're saying if I murder a person, I should just cut my fingertips off? And that way they can't, like, get me on that at least? Is so this get me the first it? that you have heard of fingertip, fingerprints... Yes. Stuff like this yes. having to do with absolutely fingering people in crimes. What's fingering people mean? <laughs> it means a couple different things. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Here I go now. Here I go on down that road. <laughs> Fuck you, Mel. Um, oh, oh, is it? Are we jumping into I Mel don't Corner have now? To, no, I don't have anything to say about that, dude. He wasn't, really? He hasn't been interesting lately. Oh, I thought you were going to say he wasn't at work today. No, he was at work today. You got to go to work, Mel. You got to make sure that you are there every day because you got bills to pay. I need Mel at work. Anyway, that was the Mel minute. God damn it, that it was happened. way too long. You did A minute, Mel doesn't deserve an entire minute. So no. fuck you, Mel. <laughs> Mel's corner is over. Let's go to help. Boop, 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 boop. Let's go to the Hell Patrol. Yeah. Unless you have more to say about painkiller. That song fucking rules. And I've tried to learn it on guitar several times. Okay. And it's confounding. Those guys are good. What about that confounding bridge? Let's move on to Hell Patrol. <laughs> I like another band that sings like this too. Which are probably you like multiple bands that sing like this. I no, thought. I don't. Uh, let me think. Oh, wait. I just thought of a third. Wait, I just thought of a fourth. Fuck. I didn't take very thorough notes. And to be honest, I was taking these on the way home from work. So I was doing a little bit of driving and writing in the dark. Um, I just wrote no. <laughs> it's got that horse gallop sound. I don't think of a horse when I listen to this. It's called the gallop. Does this get cheesier to you than the first one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, me too. I understand it's cheesier, but it gets way fucking cheesier later. So this is like a cheese I can still handle. I love Rob Halford's voice, goddammit. What's a cheese that you can handle? This. I mean like an, in, a, in the cheese world. Actual cheese world? That you can handle. Would you say American? Like, you wouldn't buy it, but you can handle it. It's definitely an American cheese. Uh, I'm not versed on cheeses. No, but you know, you eat different kinds of cheeses. Not a lot, but... No, but I eat and I don't either. Pepper Jack. I like Swiss every once in a while. Provolone. Provolones. Mozzarella. I've never had Gouda. 
Gouda. Cheese. Isn't Gouda cheese? It is. I've never had that. There's a lot that Blue I haven't cheese, had. Fuck no. Blue cheese is disgusting. Munster, isn't that a cheese? Yeah, it's supposed to be creamy. I think I've had it. I don't creamy. remember. Huh. No, like it has. Habanero cheese. Well, that's usually something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that just a cheddar just, like, cheese? like added to something like a Colby Jack or... Colby? I'm not a big... I always say I'm not a big cheese fan, but I eat fucking cheese on everything. What's your favorite kind of cheese? I don't Probably cheddar. It's the most universal. Mild, sharp. Actually, probably pepper jack. Pepper jack. Pepper jack. <laughs> there comes pepper jack. He's on health patrol. Goddamn right. Warriors! Listen to this. That's powerful. Ripping yeah! Too much of a vibrato there. Man, his fucking voice can go high. No, he can definitely hit notes. It's, his voice is insane. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I just, I mean, I don't enjoy the kind of music, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not gonna shit on what he is able to do is he's able to hit some fucking he can fucking sing for yeah, sure like crazy I like that Rob Halford puts some uh, like his voice everywhere like there's songs just like his he's... penis <laughs> I don't know if he put it in ladies oh that's not what I mean oh just everywhere just mean like on a man's body I thought you meant like on the kitchen counter his penis is on hell he... patrol because you know he's not going to heaven <laughs> Not according to the Bible that I read. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I do that a lot. I'm very rude. You're a rude lady. I am. Uh, Rob Halford, I, I like his voice. And Insane. how he puts his voice everywhere. Yeah, how he can go low, too. Because I think... He has a wide wide range, you I th- mean? Yeah, I think there's a lot of guys that once they can go... Ah! That's just pretty much all they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that. Although I I do think that Chris Cornell had a good, like he could, I loved, like I've said in the past, when he would basically ruin his voice in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that he, If did he have a very wide range? Like he wasn't really known as being like a great singer. It's just I that people so. liked that hit his voice, right? I would say, no, I'd say that he could go low. So you'd be like, but was that more early? But could he, I mean, could he sing like that for long, though? I don't know. Or did it kind of like even out his range? I'm not sure. Because I know that there was some vocal damage done because he stopped singing a lot of the older songs. As intensely as he did, he would kind of bring them down and do acoustic versions of them instead. I wouldn't be surprised if he fucked his voice up. A lot of touring. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying I'm sure people, a lot of drugs. There aren't people who. Drinking. I'm not saying that there are people who didn't think that he was a good singer. Because, I mean, obviously there are and there aren't. But I mean. I don't know what you're fucking talking I just, about. I think he was a great singer. I just don't. You're on your own on this one. You're taking the heat. I just don't know <laughs> if he was able to maintain that or if that was just something that he did in his earlier days because I didn't follow through with it. I didn't listen to any of his solo stuff. Uh, I don't know. 
you'd have to listen to the solo stuff. Didn't they come out with another Soundgarden album before he died? That'd be the album to listen to. I don't know. That'd be a tell. All right, let's let's uh, move on. Blaze those guns. All guns blazing. Wow, that was sharp. And my voice. And then I poop. Oh shit. All right, we're doing that again. Twisting and I want to try with it. The strangle grip won't give no mercy. Feeling those tendons rip torn up in me. Rip torn, great I actor. Killed it. I killed it. I'm I thought something was wrong. No, I just like doing that. I've been. I'll scream that at work every once in a while. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I scream a lot. <laughs> yeah, in your sleep. I do? Like some sort of scared boy? <laughs> Sound like this? Ah! Ah! Yeah. Oh, God's crazy. You've never woken yourself up that I'm aware of. You're just really used to screaming in your sleep. So what do you think about this song? Do you think that this is cheesy? Uh, I think that the lyrics are, but I think that the music is not. Is that something that you think that they fall victim to a lot? Having good music and bad lyrics, or subpar lyrics at least? Um, or do you just not really listen to the words as much? I don't think that happens a lot. I think there's cases of it all. I think there's, like, Painkiller. I like the lyrics and the music. I don't think any of it's cheesy. Uh, Hell Patrol? It's all kind of cheesy. Later and on. All Guns Blazing, I think the music gets back to just fucking heavy. And then I think the rhythms are still good. It's just All Guns Blazing is just a... They cheesy, got this, for sure. They got this, like... Aesthetic. That's all like war machine kind of stuff. It's you know? all, it almost feels like it's pandering. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think it was pandering at this point because I think that's just what they they what, made it. What they were like into. It could be pandering if they made it now. That's what uh, you know. And that's kind of my perspective. Yeah. As but, someone being in 2018. But so. this is what they. But then again, this is like their eighth album. Yeah. Or something like that. And it's the last album Rob Halford sang on until 2000. Five. Someone took over and do they oh, sound yeah. like him? I don't really know. But his name is uh Tim the Ripper Owens. See so your Halford or nothing. I've never listened to the Ripper's stuff. The Ripper. I don't have like a an opinion on the Ripper. I do have an opinion on Tim Ripper Owens because he was in another band that I like called Iced Earth. Oh, okay. And I think... Didn't they have I a sound like, kind of like this? Yes. With, yes. Yeah. Because that's what I was thinking... That's who I was thinking yeah. of when you were mentioning that. They would be another band that I... Earlier when I said, there's another band that I like that sings like this, that's who I was thinking of. I was thinking Ice Earth, but I was afraid to mention it and be wrong, because I'm wrong so fucking much. <laughs> but one of the, the most popular singer at the time, Matt Barlow in Ice Earth, 
left because of 9-11 reasons, because he didn't think he was doing anything important with his life. Oh, I thought he was, like, in the building. <laughs> nope. He thought he should have been. He quit to become a firefighter. Oh. But, uh... Tim Ripper Owens took over then because then Rob Halford went to Judas Priest. So, Rob Halford came back to Judas Priest. Tim Ripper Owens went to fucking Iced Earth. And I do not like the Tim Ripper Owens Iced Earth. I'm not a fan. Ah, sorry. So, that's my uh, theories on Tim Ripper Owens. Cool. But we can check him out later. Probably not. My note for this song was no times two. On to the next song. <laughs> Leather Rebel. Leather Rebel! It sounds like a video game music to me. I can see that. Like this would be on a video game soundtrack. Or be... Maybe in a shooting game. <laughs> this song is all about getting to the fight and pounding fists. Like a renegade. You ever seen that movie Rockstar? Yes. It's not good. It's, this is that movie is based off of Judas Priest. Take some of stuff from Judas Priest. Really? Tim Ripper Owens was in a fucking Judas Priest tribute band. That's how he got the job as the new Rob Alford. So that is... Oh, so that's who it is. It's not Rob Halford, it's that guy. Kind of. Okay. It's taken... The story, like, they didn't take any life facts from that, but they just took that whole idea. But then, do you remember in that thing when he meets the singer and he's like... He takes off his wig and he's like... I'm gay. And he's like, you think that song was about a woman? So that's the other connection. I don't remember the movie that specifically. Yeah. So when, Wait, that was Mark Wahlberg's no, character? No, when Mark Wahlberg meets the original singer of Steel Jack... What the fuck? Steel Dragon. That's what they're called. <laughs> he takes off his wig or something, and he's like... Mm. He's like, you think that was written about a woman? And I'm like, it's a realization that he was actually gay the whole time. Another little piece... From the cutest priest. From the movie Rockstar. Yeah, I've watched that movie so many fucking times. I haven't. It was on VH1 all the time. That was one of those things I yeah. wouldn't turn off. You know those things that you wouldn't turn off? Yeah. That aren't necessarily good? Yeah. That was one of them. For me. I think it's because I got to watch people play guitar. And do like a rock star thing. And Mark Wahlberg falling down the stairs when he comes out on stage is fucking hysterical. I thought Jennifer Aniston was so out of place in that movie. She and is. And I always think about the part where she, like, you don't see anything, but she, like, agrees to have a threesome because it's, like, part of what it's about. Oh, yeah. And it, she seems so awkward, and I, like, could feel how uncomfortable it's she like was. A, I don't feel like she did a good job. It's like a full orgy by the end of it, too. When they wake yeah. up the next day, there's, like, people everywhere. Uh-huh. A full-on orge. That's what I call that. You want to go to the orge later? So, uh, Leather Rebel Cheese? Yes. I, I still think it has, like, a video game sound. This one's... Like, it could have been in heavy metal, even though I don't know when that came out. This one's more the victim of the lyrics being cheesy than the music. The music is cheesy. 
but it's not as cheesy as the album gets later. Cause I'm, and you know, later it gets fucking rough. There's songs on here that I would skip on normal listens. Absolutely. So this is like still riding that. If Rob Halford wouldn't have wrote about his uh, leather daddy experiences, maybe it wouldn't have been as cheesy sounding. The band knew he was gay, though. Right? I'm not sure. I don't really know that much. The little research I did right before the show has pretty much been exhausted. Besides maybe knowing little tinges here and there. but Yeah. I would assume... I mean, he probably wasn't bringing girls on the bus. Yeah. While everybody else was. But they were probably all cool with it and just like... Yeah. Hey, whatever, man. Probably. More chicks for us. Yeah. That's true. He would attract chicks and then hand them off to the other guys. <laughs> and it's so funny. I'm telling you, I know... That's where he can attract chicks. I know at least one person, and I know this happened elsewhere, where once they found out that Rob Halford was gay, they were just like, what? I'm not. I'm done with Judas Priest. Ugh, I'm done with Judas Priest. It's like, what's going to be different? He's not going to still wear leather outfits with studs on it and come out with assless chaps? Do I know this person? You do know this person. Okay. I fucking hate this person right now. Oh, okay. I'm not sure who it is, but... I fucking oh, hate this person oh, right Oh, now. okay. This person's a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's fair. That's totally fair. And that just further proves he's a piece of shit. All right, so <laughs> Sam's going to have a metal meltdown. Oh, metal meltdown! I'm going to intro every song. Oh, this is the fucking Glenn. This, this sounds like Bill and Ted would have loved Judas Priest. <laughs> Doing this thing with yeah, the air track. guitar. This is where you just get to hear Glenn and KK fucking tear it up. Back and forth. Two guitar players? Yeah, Glenn Tipton and KK Downing. They often, like painkillers, just an exhibit of them trading back and forth. So the KK Downing, does he go by KK? I think he goes by Kiss Kiss. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what his actual name is. He's just been KK Downing. Probably does. Hey, KK. KK. Hey, Ku Klux. That's what they call him. Yeah, I don't understand that choice. I bet his initials are KK. Probably like Kyle. Kyle Kinane Downing. There you go. Looks like Kensington... Kensington he is, Kyle. He is British. Alright, I'm looking it up right now. KK Downing name. Real name. Live right now. What? Where's the second K from? His name's Kenneth. Maybe he just has a stutter. <laughs> K Kenneth? <laughs> I like that a lot. K, K Downing? Yeah, it's just Kenneth Downing Jr. Ooh. So he's the junior, junior. So maybe that's the second K. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he's the second Kenneth. What's the frequency, Kenneth Downing? Ow. What's your Ben's a dream? Uh huh. 
I don't understand. Are you going to ever make me listen to an REM album? I don't know. I feel I feel like we, even though I do like REM, oh, we'd be I feel like we're stepping on someone else's territory. Oh, yeah. yeah, obviously. So I don't feel like that. I feel like that is a band that we should not review. I agree. And I feel... It's been reviewed very extensively. Lucky that... Um, I will never have to review anything you too because I hate everything that they've ever done. <laughs> yeah! Ah. Fucking turn it up. Oh, this has got this. It's got this solo that I really like. It like makes it evil sounding. I'm gonna point it out when it gets to it. This is mostly why I enjoy Judas Priest. It's because the fucking guitar work. This. I love this. It's evil. And then this. And then we get Rob Halford coming in. Fucking full Rob Halford force. Lucky us. Oh, yeah. I fucking love this part. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show you how I wrote this because I was it's driving. No. No. It just says ha and then vocals. Even though I could barely write it and it totally goes all the way down, I made sure I could write that even though I was driving in the dark on my steering wheel and writing the word vocals because I wanted to make sure it w the vocals were acknowledged of how fucking hilarious they are. Yes, they are hilarious, but fucking awesome. <laughs> like, Kenny G would be fucking miserable as well. And he likes metal. Why would he be miserable? Vocals. Okay. He just doesn't like this style of metal. Vocals. He doesn't like this vocal style metal, no. He's more like a mumble screamer. Like screamer, right? Screamers or just low range, mid range singers. You know, people that don't have to go fucking ridiculous. Super ridiculous. Mumble screamers. Like a. <laughs> salty people again. I just think the sound is interesting. <laughs> That's all. Did you just figure out a new talent? No, that definitely isn't skill at all. Um, let's. Are you doing something? Are you investigating? I was counting how many tracks there are. There are 12. 12 One being... A live track, right? A live track of another. So I think that we should listen to this next so song and maybe Nightcrawler take a break. Nightcrawler and take a little... Nightcrawler? All right. Nightcrawler. This is where it starts to get into, for me, musical cheese. Yeah, I called this metal cheese. I'm going to go let Clarence out because she's whining, so go ahead and okay. start that. I'll be right I'll back start it. It's just going to be me. It's just going to be I'll be fat. you and me. Listeners, you hear that? It's just me and you. All right. This is Nightcrawler. Oh. Little ominous intro. It's like you're at church. A church of metal where you get told the secret dealings of a Nightcrawler. The song's funny too because uh, 
I was going to say this song's funny too because of Rob Halford doing like a storyteller voice later in this song. He's like, and then we came up into the streets. <laughs> I don't know what the vocal lyrics are, but. You think it's funny? Yes. Yes, this song gets into both lyrical and musical cheese. But I still like it, and I've never heard it this way now that you're snapping. With a big smile on my face. There's a Marvel comic book character called Nightcrawler, and that's all I think of the whole time. So you wrote musical cheese? You actually wrote musical cheese? I wrote metal cheese. Metal cheese. Yeah, metal cheese. You're fucking right. I can't argue. And actually, I think the whole last half of this album is all metal cheese. Like, it almost kind of abandons the... uh, heavier, heavier, like, thrash metal sound and starts getting back to the power metal sound. They call it power metal. Yeah. You could hear that there are differences in the styles of some of the songs. Oh, yeah. For Still sure. That, it's almost like they're getting into the late 80s and 90s sound. Yeah. But then they, like, go, like, but remember, we still have that 84, 85 sound. I mean, I, I feel like it's impossible to put something out the first year of a new year of music that you've been working on and to pretend like you're not influenced from oh, yeah. all of the time leading up to that. Yeah. So, and you should be, really. So, I mean, everything that came out in 1990, 1991, for the most part, still has like an 80s sound to it. Yeah. I know it's probably... Fuck. Half of them probably still recorded like 87, 88. You just sat on it for a or while. Or at least definitely written. Yeah the year before written on the road in like 88 it's, things weren't as accessible as they are now where you can just record anything anywhere uh-huh. you had to make appointments and schedule things at recording studios unless you were the rolling stones unless you could just drop in and make someone push someone out of their spot isn't it rolling stones that had that mobile recording studio because i think that's where uh i don't know anything about this pretty sure because i think that's where uh fucking what's their name deep purple where Make records on a mobile. That's what he's talking about as a mobile recording studio. Hmm. I'm pretty sure the Rolling Stones were known for doing that. I thought he was talking about, like, laying in a baby crib and then putting <laughs> a bunch of microphones on a baby mobile a turn mo- that motherfucker on. <laughs> a mobile? It's mobile. <laughs> it's a mobile mobile? This this is the storyteller thing. I'm riding along about. in my automobile. Riding along my automobile. That's a mobile. This. <laughs> if you could hear my eyes roll, surprised it could. It would have been very clear. See, and I. This is the thing. This is serious. This is why I can't... Like, I can listen to something like Tiny Tim, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's weird voices, and it's basically like a play being put on and performed. But this is serious. So this is why I can't... (laughs) This is why I think I can't listen to it, because they feel right about what they're doing. And I'm not saying Tiny Tim didn't, but I feel like Tiny Tim knew that he was being ridiculous, because everything you looked up about him, it's... I mean... 
It's all showmanship and all. He was being goofy. Yeah. yeah. He was playing a character. This is fucking metal. And I'm just not. And I love rock. I love rock music. I'm going to take back what I said. But not metal. I'm going to take back what I said. Which part? I think you're right that most people do not see that it is goofy because now I'm thinking of people that take it super fucking serious. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and have like Leather cut patties. off jean jackets and stuff and that fucking look in their eyes. They've been drinking since two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And they just got that look of like, we're going to do this, man. You know me. <laughs> You're totally right. That is mostly. But... They've got to know it's fucking ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. I still enjoy it. It's like my mm-hmm. guar enjoyment. It's like my guar enjoyment. Guar? Nightcrawler! They faded out for me. Thanks, Judas Priest. They sure Fuck did. Fuck yeah. Good job, Judas Priest. Judas. All right. So that's the first half of the album. That is. It's been a fucking blast. It's been a ride. Michelle's been dancing. She can't stop grooving and moving. I may have danced my eyes to the side and in the back of my head a few times. Every note that she's written written down says, excellent. Five stars. Yeah, because I've been excellent five stars about anything so far. <laughs> I am judgmental and There's critical There's no song that everything. you've enjoyed at all, right? No, I had to pick a favorite and I don't actually like any of the songs. Like this is one of those situations where, yeah, I don't like any of it. Yeah. And I feel like, again, that's going to happen a lot for me and your, your people will hate me. And I think that that's fair. We're not all meant to have the same tastes. I think I'm going to hate you. (laughs) No, no. No, you're going to, I feel like I should be attacking you with music again, as I've said previously. Uh, I'm trying to be fucking good too. I know. I think that we just have such a different, you're so off the mainstream and I'm so much for, and I'm, it's not like, I don't know, it doesn't have to be mainstream, but I do like a lot of radio music. Yeah. And... I like nice sounds. I like when things sound good. These are nice. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we will see you again. Wait, are you ready? Are you ready to fade us out to something right now? I don't think I want to take a break. I want you to just love Judas Priest. So we're going to be here for a long time, guys. Yeah, we'll take a break. Judas Priest break. We're gonna fuck in the ass. We're gonna fuck in the ass. We're gonna fuck in the ass. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... Here at Snap-On Tools, we want to give our customers the best products for their everyday needs. We already provide you with top-of-the-line screwdrivers, ratchets, sockets, toolboxes, and much more, but we also aim to target a much more diverse consumer base with our brand new line of Snap-on products aimed to better your everyday life. Try our new phone chargers, extendable back scratchers, all sizes of truck nuts, nose hair clippers, and our brand new Snap-on tampons. That's right! 
tampons. If you have anything that needs tightened, loosened, charged, or plugged up, Snap-on Tools is here for you. All of you. Head on over to our website and check out our new wide range of products, especially those Snap-on tampons. Snap-on tampons. Take pride in your performance. This episode is also brought to you by... Presenting to you the newest collection of songs no one cares about. Now that's what I call shit. Volume 3. Out now. You'll get such hits as Solar on a Tailgate. Well, I was sitting in my tractor and holding a bear, trying to prove to my friends that I ain't no queer. Then what I saw at my truck and I'm for debate. I saw her sitting there on my tailgate. She's a real beaut. The truck that is. Yeehaw! Gonna get it, boys. And don't forget, up in the club. Going to the club, wanna set it off. All up in the club, gonna set it off. Going to the club, wanna set And of course, hair in my eyes means I'm emotional. Hair in my eyes means I'm emotional. My dysfunction is fully functional. I'm so damaged you can tell from my nose ring. Better watch out for my telepathy. How did we get such a stellar collection of songs? We made them ourselves! Remember the Funk Nest Monster? Let's go to the second verse. It's not bad. I really, yeah, but he's he did really poor execution on the chorus. I feel like yeah. that's important. Yeah, it is. Well, he's gonna do it again. Oh, oh. oh yeah, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> No justice is being done there. That's rough. What's up, guys? We Hi. are back. We are back. I thought that'd be a nice little treat. To at least 
give you an idea what the different guys sound like. I prefer Rob Halford. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, we've I been know. reviewing Michelle's favorite album of all time. We're not there yet. Judas Priest. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> it's only gonna get Judas fucking worse Priest for me. Painkiller. And what do we just leave off with? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. So we're moving on to Between the Hammer and the Anvil, which we are still in the throes of cheese and cheese when we get to this one. Although I do like the ominous beginning. It's like a creepy monster is coming at you. a fairman. Perfect. Fucking killed it. And then it does this. This is like fist pumping 80s metal cheese to the metal cheese to the max. The lyrics the songs, or the music, I mean. It's all cheese. This is this guy saying. I feel like I'm playing a driving game at a bowling alley <laughs> where you go and you sit inside of it. Like Daytona Beach? Yeah. That was a racing game. But if there's some... If you can, like... If there's a neighborhood that's really white trash that you drive around, then this would be playing. Just kidding. This plays out of like Trans Ams. Maybe that's why. This is the what you probably see in your head is a guy with like mullets. No, I see Ron Halford with his fucking nipples. With his fucking nipples. I want to see Ron Halford with his fucking nipples. <laughs> <laughs> There is something that I really like about this song later. Did you write notes for this album? No. I just know it good enough. Well enough? Well enough. God, I'm sorry. I'm a fucking hillbilly. Hmm. This part rules, though. I like this, too, where it does the anvil sounds. I think it adds some nice texture to it. Here we go. Six. 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 I suggest watching the Anvil <laughs> documentary. The band, not about hammers and anvils. Although that'd probably be interesting too. What? I don't know what an anvil is. An anvil? You don't know that. I'm gonna look it up. Remember, like in uh, old cartoons, WB cartoons, when a thing would fall, that big metal thing. Oh, I see that. Okay. Drop an anvil. Yeah. An Acme anvil. Yeah, this says Acme. There you go. That's an anvil. An anvil is what they make, like, they do metal work on. They make swords on them and all sorts of metal. Horseshoes and shit like that. What do you call it? When you forge metal? Said it would maybe mostly be used by blacksmith. Yeah, metal working tool. Consisting of a large block of metal with a flattened top surface. Yeah, yeah. Heavy steel or iron block with a flat top, concave sides, and typically a pointed end on which metal can be hammered. 
and shaped. Yeah, he makes swords and shit. Between the hammer and the anvil, I bet that's what this fucking song's about. It, it makes sense that... It's about a squad. ...that there would be a metal band called Anvil. Oh, yeah. It's heavy steel. Or, it, I mean, it's, it's heavy metal. It's a heavy block of metal, so it right. makes sense. We are a heavy block of metal, and Anvil is the heaviest block of metal. This says on Genius, this part is unreviewed, so it's but it has two thumbs up, so there are people who agree with this. Uh, that says that this song describes a sinner admitting their sins while a storm brews around them. A storm brews around them. I want to think that it's a man making a sword and then he like accidentally got his finger stuck in between the hammer and the anvil. Well, he did he say, was like, storm. Well, the outro, he says storm oh. warning, but there's no fear. Storm warning, but there's no fear. Ron Halford fears nothing. Did you say Ron Halford? I said Rob. He fears nothing but AIDS. Here you go. Ron Halford. God. You're offensive. You called him Ron Halford. I did not. <laughs> you totally did. Rob. He's Rob Perlman. I was just having an issue with my breathing for a second. Ron Halford and Rob Perlman. <laughs> you love Ron Perlman. You love talking about that pudgy fuck. Pudgy? Yeah, he's fat. He's not pudgy. He's not fat either. Oh, I'm I'm thinking thinking of of Lou Pearlman. Pearlman. (laughs) 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 Which I do reference a lot. Yes, I do reference Lou Pearlman. Pearlman. Oh, you know who Ron Pearlman is? Yeah, Ron Pearlman, I do. He was in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Big headed motherfucker. Hellboy, yeah. Yeah, I I was going to say Hellboy, but I was like, no, I'm not going to mention it because that movie sucks balls. I fell asleep in that movie. Adam and I, Adam Cutter, Adam Cooter. Adam Cooter, I see Cooter. We went to go see it in theater, and I fell asleep immediately. And I woke back up, and as we're walking out, I think I'd have fell asleep too. I looked at him, and I said, this is not going to be funny at all, but it's still very funny to Adam and I. I looked at him and said, hell boy, more like shit boy. Yeah, and you've told this to me before. We fucking lost it. Oh, that movie was terrible. I remember I being told really this know. before and not laughing. <laughs> Because it's, it's one of those you have to kind of be there. But I've seen it. I didn't enjoy the movie at all. I'm accurate, aren't I? More like shit boy. Yeah. I haven't even seen I, it, really. I guess I'll praise I might you like on that. It. God damn it. <laughs> give me a high five. All I'll right. give you a mental high five. Let's move on to a touch of a feel. evil. A touch of evil cotton. The fabric of our lives. Fucking, what's his name? Aaron Neville, uh, that yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> Michelle has a very big distaste for Aaron Neville. I have strong feelings about people who I don't like, apparently. This song is super fucking metal cheese. Oh yeah, I put 80s all the way. Yeah, this is this. All of it. Sound. I mean, the whole thing. The snare drum sound is like extra reverb. And the vocals even right now. 
everything, which obviously the vocals are, because that's what Robbie. Bobby Halford. Bobby. Robert Halford. That's what he specializes in. This is where I first noticed keyboard, too, in the album. Oh, my goodness. He can fucking sing, it's though. It's so 80s, the sound, though. With oh, the keyboards, yeah. too, it just has such an 80s sound. It sounds like an 80s like, movie soundtrack for a shitty fucking like, horror movie. I hate to say this, because I love this movie, even though I know it's not technically a good movie. I could hear this song on, like, a Last Action Hero movie soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can hear it on, like... Big ups to Last Action Hero. I can hear it on, like, Leprechaun 4. Like, some major franchise film, but, like, fourth or the fifth one, so, like, no one cares about it still, but they're like, guys, we got fucking Judas Priest on the soundtrack. It's like, uh... I'm going to talk about Hellraiser again. It's like Hellraiser 3. They got Motorhead to do it. Like by Hellraiser three, it's just kind of like starts taking a dive. So everybody's like, "Uh, but they got Motorhead." I wonder when the last day went by that you didn't mention Hellraiser. Uh, I'm obsessed. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I'm absolutely obsessed with this song. (laughs) Yes. The, The silver lining for this song. Is absolutely nothing. I can't. I do not fucking like this song. There's no like cool part. No, it's pure crap, and we're not even halfway through it. There's nothing, but that's fine because we have the fade out button. Oh, thank you, God. Uh, see, I'm not totally God, fine. but thank you, Sam. I didn't think that that would have happened. There's, I'm totally fine with that song. I oh can't my god, stand you it. saved us. Yeah, I find that song to be insufferable. It would have been painful to listen to more than double of what we just heard. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really change much. It's Mm-mm. pretty much the same thing the whole time. Yeah, it's super cheese. the The music is insanely cheese. The vocals are insanely Cheesy. cheese. And like a cheese that I don't like. You know, I like cheese. Like a butt stuff. cheese? Yeah, I don't like a butt cheese. That sounds good. I don't like a the butt cheese. All right. So let's move on. My hymn is a battle hymn. I think that the beginning has like a Christmas recital sound, except for this. That sounds really intense. This has a Christmas recital sound? Not this. This is spooky. This is like the beginning of a movie. But this. Sounds like metal Christmas. Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Orchestra? I said oh, I orga. guess, I, again, I was driving, so I thought that I tried to write recital and just didn't write it. I didn't spell it right, but no, that's supposed to be Christmas metal, question mark. So this, yeah, it sounds like you can hear jingle bells and shit starts anytime. Or like, what's that, Trans-Siberian yeah, Orchestra? Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. This has that sound to me, like it's building up to something and lights... Because this hasn't really kicked in and it doesn't sound like super metal and what it is yet. It sounds like it yeah. could be anything at this point. But it sounds like it's going to be something big. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't know Battle Hymn was just a little intro to One Shot of Glory. I guess I didn't either. I didn't wow. pay attention. That's how much attention we pay. Well, we're moving on to One Shot of Glory. Weird. 
Yeah, we both just... That fucked me up. Because neither one of us were staring at the time when we were listening to this. <laughs> it just should have been the intro to this song, which it pretty much was. Mm-hmm. It's weird when albums do that. When they're like, we're just going to... I don't know how long that actually was, but... What, like 20, 40 fucking seconds? 56. Almost a minute. And this song we're listening to right now is 6.48. So Maybe they just didn't want to make this song that long. Yeah, it would have been like long. seven fucking minutes. They thought that maybe that would have been a deterrent. Seven, almost eight minutes, actually. Um, that just proves my... How I don't pay attention to... Uh, song titles and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, here we are to battle him. Let's do this. And I didn't take notes this time. Well, I'm exhausted by this point. With the album? Yeah. And Rob Halford's So maybe that's why I didn't realize it and I didn't decipher between the two different songs. It's very... Because when I wrote the ly- the um, the notes, I just put, like, Battle Him and I put in the beginning. Like, when I put the notes about, like, the Christmas metal, I put in the beginning because yeah. I, I thought that this was just... The yeah. other part of the song. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. You know what I think, too? You're saying you're exhausted with it by this point? Yeah. I think they also packed the front of the album with the best stuff. It's also just so fucking heavy the whole time. Oh, so it's just kind of an onslaught for you. It's, tones. it's also, it's like a musical fatigue or whatever. Yeah, I could totally see that. Or sound fatigue or whatever the fuck it's called. Ear fatigue. Yeah, I think that that happens on a lot of music like this, to me. Oh yeah, I'm sure. If it doesn't kind of have, oh my god. <laughs> if it doesn't have something that specifically brings it down so many notches, yeah, yeah. this album doesn't really do that no, too much. No, there's no downtime. It's really. so up. Uh, up here the whole fucking time. Yeah. It's always distortion for the most part. Like high power. Very high power. Yeah, power metal, that's what they call it. It's exhausting to me. I think a lot of the metal I listen to is pretty much just an onslaught the whole time. And that's probably the biggest problem I have. Is is that a lot of music that I think that you like like heavy music exhausts me it feel it so it does feel like a chore especially after the first time and feeling so much less energy than i did before it's weird how pumping energy into someone's head can not energize them it totally makes sense though i'm trying to i'm trying to think if i've ever felt exhausted from it or if there was a time that I didn't want to listen to metal was I already physically exhausted also when did the ear the hearing damage start hearing damage started for two reasons one thinking that it was cool to listen to music as loud as possible with my headphones in school yeah for some reason and I don't fucking get it I mean I under I don't get it at all but I get it yeah that makes sense I understand. Walking around and being the kid with the loudest headphones in school. And being the kid listening to the heaviest music in school as well. Didn't even have to. I mean, for me, yeah, I wanted it to be the heaviest. But, like, there was also kids that were listening to rap that were also listening to it as loud as fucking possible. 
And like, I remember Kenny G walking by class one time down the hallway and I heard him coming. And he walks by and I can hear walk by and I was like, fuck yeah. Now I'm like, what a fucking idiot. One, you're not hearing all the tones correctly. <laughs> you know, you're Very just getting correct. overdriven. Uh-huh. And two, you're ruining your fucking ears. Which I did that. We talk about this at, on before we record every episode about how you say that I have Wuss ears, I call Wuss it. ears, but like <laughs> I have undamaged ears. Yes, you have good ears. I have bad ears. And you try to make me feel bad because you <laughs> damage me. Because your I ears. feel bad about myself. <laughs> That's how an abusive relationship works. Michelle. And then I'm depressed, and then... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I'll come out on top again. But the other reason I have the true then hearing Then get damage, on top and make me feel better. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> um, the other reason is playing music loud. Like, uh, playing live music. Playing metal music. And turning the amp up loud and being next to drums and cymbals going off all the time. Oh, yeah. Not wearing uni ear protection. I still don't wear ear protection. Were you advised to wear ear protection? I've been told to wear ear protection my whole fucking time I've been doing it. Yeah. I mean, like in band. When you were playing percussion in band, were uh, you... What, did your instructor ever tell you or suggest so. it? I don't think so. But they didn't expect you to be doing things that would damage your ears either. Yeah. They probably should have. But I do not know. Jeez. <laughs> Michelle's got a very exhausted look on her face. I, yeah. But no, I don't remember being told to She's wear any pounding fucking me. things like that. I probably wouldn't have anyway. I still don't wear ear protection because it doesn't sound right. Like, I tell myself, I put earplugs in before a show. I've been like, alright, I'm going to keep them in this time. You know, take care of these ears first song in. Oh, can't hear the high end very well. doesn't sound normal. Then I just rip them out. And I but just then it doesn't them. sound normal when it's just beating at your head either. It sounds distorted. I know. I know. You like a, distortion and you like messiness. Well, live there is a way that you can get it to a volume that's acceptable and it won't damage your hearing. It also at depends least, on where you are. At least at the volume that I'm playing at in the clubs that I'm playing at. You know, mm-hmm. so those speakers don't have to, unless I don't have control of my speaker and someone else in the band goes louder, louder. And then by the end of it, it's as loud as it can fucking be in my yeah. left ear. Uh, other than that, nowadays, in-ear monitors is the way to go. That way you don't have to, it doesn't have to be loud. You're just listening to it like headphones. Yeah, and it, makes sense. And they mold those to go in your fucking ear. So it's not just like headphones, it's like molded hearing aids but you're hearing the mix mm-hmm. but there's guys that hate that too because it sounds like you're not live yeah man you're not with the crowd man well i'm not trying to rush you but i'm trying to rush you yeah we've got to get through this i know but we're only at an hour and an eight uh, we'll we'll be fine <laughs> and we got two more. well we don't have under. a specific time that this has to i be. do no, you don't. It's got to be one hour, 42 minutes, and 16 seconds. Well, we have not hit that exactly ever, probably, so... You're, th- this episode's got to be that. Well, much like how I feel listening to this album, I'm living a bad dream. 
about dreams. <laughs> so funny, this album is such a s- task for you. I feel the same way about Jay-Z. I was surprised that it was as hard for you as it was. I thought it would be easier. I don't, I don't think it was as nearly as hard as it was for you. Because this is for you. You said it was a chore. Yeah, it was, but I think... I think when I say chore, I'm saying like, hey, it's a chore. When it's a chore for you, it sounds like it's a chore. I had to, I just had to kind of turn it down a little lower than I would listen to other music. And it would make it easier to get through because it is so just pounding and exhausting. And I would have to listen. I like, I couldn't go from listening to this to a podcast. I would have to listen to something very different to kind of like, I guess, cleanse my palate. It's, it's like in perfume places when they make you smell coffee with mm-hmm. to cleanse the palate. Or in a headshot. What did you write note-wise on this song? <laughs> yeah, listen. To this. Here we go. It's a lighter song. <clears throat> you know, it's like a lighter. Well, I'm already exhausted. So at this point, my notes consist of this. Kill me. I hate it. Every time I've listened to this, I've looked at my phone during this song to see how much time is left. Because by this time, I'm hurting. This song. I mean, I'm probably giving something away later. This song makes me want to fucking lose. Just throw my phone against something hard and break it. It's awful. This is really what makes me think that this was a joke. It's not. He's totally serious. No, you giving this to me. I forgot about this song. This song, when I heard it again, I think I might even stop listening to this album most of the time by this part. Like, I think I probably oh, stop it so gross. between the hammer and the anvil. It's... Between the hammer and the anvil, you know this one song, right? No, no, I'm talking about. I think that's when I stopped. Oh, okay. I listened to that song and I pretty much stopped the album. Because it's like you were saying that you stopped to me between. It's very front loaded. But no, I totally forgot about this song. And then when I listened to it again, and I just had the phone in my pocket and I was just working, and all of a sudden this came on, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh no!" And then I started laughing because I thought of you. Because you're gonna have to defend this. Oh, I have to defend this. I don't defend this fucking song. This song blows. I just didn't know if you had any of that feeling. Not just, oh, Michelle's gonna hate this, but just no, no. I thought it was fucking hilarious that oh, yeah. you got to hear this song. Because this well, is thank like, you. This is like, thank you so goddamn much. <laughs> this is like one of the cheesiest things possible. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's not good. This is a bad this time like, for me. This is like love scene. In a 1982 B movie, I would say 1988, 89. I would say there are definitely two mullets. There's a femulet and a mullet. (laughs) There are very well-fitting jeans. Oh yeah. Very light in color. Oh yeah. Acid washed. Um, People are holding each other tight. These big fucking mullets holding each other under their waists. (laughs) holding each other's asses simultaneously <laughs> slow dancing to this song and fucking making out in a room of people Ew. 
and they also a cigarette in their hand. No, they have. They each have a fucking beer <laughs> in one of their hands, and they're not. They're not dancing on time. They're not hitting the fucking beats with each sway. It's all over the place. Everyone's like, "Look at this fucking couple." And this was. This would have been before people had cell phones, so it just would have been an experience for people to share together. You would say perhaps they were living bad dreams together. That might have been my favorite moment of us doing this podcast. <laughs> was you going off on that tangent? Like, this song made you feel things. <laughs> it made me feel bad things. <laughs> His voice is the most ridiculous on this, too. Good fucking timing. Good fucking timing. I totally, I'm telling you, I totally forgot about this song until it played again, and I was like, oh, man. Oh, that's right. I love this song. Oh, man. It's my favorite song. I forgot this is on here. Whew. All right. That was beautiful. Except that it wasn't. No, that song's terrible. I'm going to play a small section of Leather Rebel Live just because... Rebel. It is on the Leather Rebel Daddy. But I think it's, they're kind of sloppy and uh, not as energetic live. I have not listened to this all the way through. I've listened to pieces of it today for the first time. Yeah. Because I f- have felt this way the entire time, and I will say what I wrote down here. I don't need this. What? I, I don't. I don't songs? need. I don't need the second version of Leather Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Out of twelve, out of twelve songs, I don't need two of them to be Leather Daddy. <laughs> and it's leather. It's actually Leather Rebel, but it's Leather Rebel Daddy. Yeah. Leather Daddy Rebel. Level Rev. Level Rather. Leather Rebel Daddy. Listen, don't you think it sounds kind of lame? Yeah, I think it sounds kind of lame. No, but I mean in like a performance. Like- yeah, his this voice seems is a little lazy. Well, his his voice is very strained. But is this was he just not able to do as well live? I mean, was there a lot of production? A lot, were there a lot of takes in I, recording albums? I do not know, but I've uh, I've heard that Rob Halford's actually like his voice is very powerful. I thought that he was better than that live, so I wonder if there if that was circumstantial. This could also be a time when you're still, I don't know how much of a party he was, but even if you're not partying, you're probably not eating well. And you're around people smoking. You're around smoking. You might be drinking. You might be doing drugs. You're eating like shit. You're not getting enough sleep. These guys go on the road for two fucking years at a time. They're flying overseas, over blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't like... I'm not I don't think at this time in the metal world it was like you've got to take care of your voice. You've got to Yeah. You've got to be on top of it. It was almost like I can do whatever I want. It's an extravagant lifestyle. Well, and now you can do it correctly and there yes, are absolutely. videos online that you absolutely. can watch. That knowledge wasn't out there before. People weren't finding yes. ways yet to probably do that the right way. And nobody classified it as real singing for a long time. 
Yeah. Even Rob Halford's I think he was, it. though. Yeah, he was. Because but he still... would have really destroyed his voice singing like that if he weren't singing. Uh-huh. And I don't think he could have hit a lot of those notes if he wasn't no. singing for real, because he had to have real vocal and air control. Yeah, and I'm sure he probably <laughs> laid back because he knows I'm... A leather rebel? Well, no, I'm doing doing a two-hour-long show. I'm doing a show every night. I'm on the road for this. You know, I can't... Every night, I can't go... This the whole time. So that save it for the big moments, so that when you're like, "This is where the big scream comes," you'll you'll do it then. You know. Well, this particular track would have been a recording that came from probably prior to the album being released. So it would have been maybe something that was Um, recorded before it was polished. I think, or is this a reissue? I think this is. Edition, a reissue edition. I might be wrong, but I think I read that after the popularity of this album, they on the re-release they added a live put version. this live track on, which is so subpar. Might, but sometimes in other re-releases that they've added live tracks on it, they just took a track from a fucking live album that was already out, and you already had it. You know, I didn't need you to put it on there because I already had it on live in Budokan. Yeah. Why'd you fucking do that? Oh, to make me buy this album again. God damn it. That happens all the time. You know how many times I've bought Evil Dead? It's too many times. I stopped because I'd... It'd literally be like, Evil Dead, the Bruce Campbell edition. Evil Dead, the Three Ladies edition. You used to give me a a lot of shit for just touching it a little bit, and you can't keep from swaying and pulling the microphone everywhere. I gotta get one of those nice uh, boom... Stands. They're not expensive. You could just. I wonder if it would be less if you actually held the microphone and no. didn't constantly touch all the metal no. stuff that it's connected to. I want to get one of those long boom ones that everybody has in the podcast world, where they're just like they can move it and nothing happens. Nothing no sound at all. happens. Well, so there it was. That was the painkiller. Michelle needed a painkiller to get through it. Even though I am only drinking soda, and I'm not taking painkillers. So good for me. I made it. And I put this and album guys on every it? once in a while to enjoy. And, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have questionnaires now, right? We the do Michelle have question some questions. Time. Why did you choose this? Why did I choose this? Um, I was trying to go for something that I thought would kind of get you on edge. Thank you. But not be death metal. And so I went the other way. What other way? It's still metal. No, 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 no. Death metal. It's still metal. It's still metal, but I can make it way less musical than this. I'm telling you, I got shit that's going to sound like straight fucking noise. You also listen to a lot of stuff that's not like that, too. I do. But you also listen to it. That's the problem. I listen to what? Most of the things that I listen to that aren't not necessarily. metal, you listen to as well. I don't well. listen to, well, I mean, like, what about, like, Pentagram? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's that, a good one. Yeah, there's stuff out there. There's stuff you're just not yeah, thinking about. Yeah, but you, you Jay-Z'd me, so I Judas priest you. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be hitting back as hard. So. <laughs> Lucky you. And I chose it because it just popped and into I my head right before the episode. I Jay-Z'd you because you fucking... What did you make me do? Operation Ivy, which wasn't as bad. Yeah. 
Not as bad as this. Goddamn. All right. Um, what did you think I thought of this when you gave it to me? What did you just fucking say? <laughs> what do you think that I thought of this when you gave it to me? What do you think my initial impression was? Fuck. Oh, fuck. I'd say that, yeah, I was not looking forward to this at all. So that's correct. Did you have any notion what it was going to sound like? Uh, I knew it was going to be screamy, but I didn't, which the next question is what it was my prior judgment. I I just knew that I was probably not going to like it. Me too. I knew it wasn't going to be up my alley at all. Because anything that's like screamy and just fast paced and stuff. Yeah, I can't do. Which is like 80% of my catalog. All right, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm just going to have to start hitting you hard with female singers. Go for it. Female pop singers. I'm telling you, no matter what you give me, it's not going to be as bad as what I give you. Well, we'll see, I suppose. Um, Sorry, I got the sniffles. How many times did you listen to this this week? This week, four. Yeah, I'm about the same. But I've listened to it plenty of times. It was like times, three and a so. half, four times. Yeah. And uh, I kind of bunched it all in the last couple of days. Yeah, I figured. You've I, been I doing that why. lately. It's because of my headphone situation at work. I need to game uh, up my headphone game Yeah. for work so I can dive back into this stuff. Because like when we did TLC and stuff, I had really nice working both headphone, both ears headphones. Yeah. So I dived in deep. Dove in deep. Dove in deep. Dove in deep. All right. It's to the official least and most favorite tracks. Do you have these chosen? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I absolutely do. All right. What is your least favorite? My least favorite, please? I'm guessing, is your least favorite as well. Living batteries. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, yeah. We fucking agree. Worst yeah. song and by then my, far. Then the second one is A Touch of Evil. <clears throat> the super 80s song. <laughs> my second least favorite is probably almost all of them. <laughs> um, and then your favorite. My favorite... It took a little bit to think of this, but I'm going to have to go with the title fucking track, Painkiller. It just grabbed me. It's the first song I heard off this album. It's the me best too. One. You too? We fucking agree on the least and there the most go. favorite. What was the other album that we did this with? Was it Tiny Tim? I, I can't remember. remember. I do not remember. It wasn't Tragic Kingdom, was it? No. No. I do not remember. We don't have show notes. I feel like it was... Uh, Tiny, t- well, I mean, I still have my notes, and I don't know if you write things down. I don't write down my favorites. I think that we may have agreed on that, and we agree on best and worst tracks there we go. on Judas Priest Painkiller. You know what it was? I think it was a movie that we fucking lost. <clears throat> I think it might have been uh, Parenthood. What about that? Oh, that we agreed? I think. No. We- what was it? Fuck, it was some movie. No, because our Dawn of the Dead. Our favorite characters were the different. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember, remember either. Someone tell us if you remember. Be like, hey, it was this one, dummy. We haven't had that many fucking episodes. I know, but but we don't have show notes. That's all right. So we don't have show notes, and we don't know things. 
We just talk. We don't care. You don't care. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So awesome. originally, how did I actually feel about this? Um, I didn't like it. How did you feel about this when you were exposed to this? This didn't grow on me is kind of what I'm saying for me. I think I remember it. Did you like it more then than you do now as a whole? Uh, no, I think I pretty much like it pretty much the same. I think it's just, I've always listened to the front of the album and then stopped at a certain point. It's always been that way. Okay. And I've always, I think Adam and I always get in arguments, not arguments, but like I can bring up a, a touch of evil and he'll be like, oh no, a touch of evil. And like <laughs> do that thing where he gets like a little dramatic and does hand movements. And I'll be like, dude, that fucking song sucks. Because there's a couple of those songs where I'll be like, dude, no fucking way. Uh (laughs) Like, there's a, oh, what song is it? Oh, there you go. I'll make you do a ZZ Top album. That'll be a good one. That's fair. But there's a ZZ Top song where uh, it's fucking terrible. But Adam's always like, no, that's a beautiful song. Sometimes he's correct because before Adam, I didn't know Body Language by Queen. (laughs) Body Language. And that song... Is its own kind of amazing. <laughs> oh, man. So you fucking still hate this album, right? Oh, I'm not a fan. Would you <laughs> recommend it? Recommend it? Yeah, today. Would you so- tell someone to listen to this? So when we do recommendations, am I always to think that these people are into this kind of music in general? Because no, I wouldn't give it to anybody that doesn't listen to metal. And I wouldn't even give it to certain people. So no, you wouldn't really recommend this. It doesn't really reach beyond people who listen to this kind of music and already like this kind of music. Do you think that this would change someone's mind about something? No. Okay, that's the way I'll think of it. That's the best way to think about it. Would it change someone's mind? Do I think it would actually flip someone? In a positive, yeah, would it flip someone? Absolutely not. Okay. I think everyone should give it a listen because it's funny. And if you like that kind of music and you haven't heard this album before, or if you like other Judas Priest or you like Iced Earth or anything like that, then absolutely. Yeah. But it's not going to flip someone. It's not like, I can't think of an album that I think would flip someone, but maybe we'll get there eventually. But no. Yeah. No, it's too fucking cheesy. Oh, yeah. It's... It's, I will never listen to this again. I didn't expect you to. It's too it's too grating. His voice can be grating. Mm-hmm. You're not ready for it. It's, yeah, that's definitely true. I'm going to go ahead and agree and with her. It feels dirty and slimy sometimes. That's fucking... I'm basically doing a Def Leppard, right? And that band's terrible. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, since we have officially gotten through all of the questions, we are through the album, before I give Uh you the next thing to listen to, Uh I am going to read a review that we received. It's another review. This is a recommendation on our Facebook page, Couple of Critics Podcast. Please follow us, like us. We're also on Instagram, Couple of Critics Podcast. Enjoy. Fucking right. Jimmy Rowland, who is someone who creates art for us, we have... Uh. Oh, that came from deep within. That like exhausted me. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. He 
makes these wonderful Photoshop creations for us. And he always listens. He seems to be a pretty dedicated fan, possibly our biggest. I would like to read his little bit lengthy but fantastic review. If you want your review to be read or your recommendation, good or bad, please leave it. We will read it. Please do a bad one, even if you like it. Rate it five stars and then say something Say comment. something bad. <laughs> as long as they see the five stars and it gets us up in the ratings, then just just take a big fucking shit right on top of us <laughs> in the verbal part. All right. Jimmy Roland recommends Couple of Critics podcast. I wake up every day at five in the morning, Monday through Friday, and get myself and the kids ready for the day. I make my coffee, kiss my wife goodbye, and head out the door. I take another long and boring drive to work. Then Wednesday arrives. Wednesday, only halfway through the work week. Wait. Wednesday, only halfway through the work week, but I am excited for my 60-mile drive to Cincinnati. Why might you ask? Because I know that a new episode of Couple of Critics podcast is ready to accompany me on my commute. I may love or fucking hate the subject of, re- of review. Well, Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I shouldn't have done that because now I lost my fucking spot. Give me just a second. I may love or fucking hate the subject of review that particular day, but I always love the critics. I may be exposed to something I've never heard before, or I may be taken back to a place in time I haven't thought about in years. I get to listen to two very talented and hilarious people give amazing insight and observations or something pulled straight from their asses that makes no sense, but is all in good spirit and fun, and I love it. Open yourself to something new or something very familiar. Life is short. Listen to this shit. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. We love you. Fucking right. That was something we that we appreciate tremendously. So yes. you know, you guys don't have to pour your heart out like Jimmy did. If you want to, that's great. If you want to dump your ass out, shit all over us. That's what I want. Please. He also, I think it was in public forums, he also talked about uh, the Operation Ivy album and yeah. how he... En- didn't he say he enjoyed it? He's always been a big Sublime fan, and it has, I mean, they have a SoCal sound, and so does Operation Ivy. So it was something that he ended up enjoying, and he had never heard of them before. Good. That means the podcast worked. It wor- works on us, too. It's working on our brains. And it's very true. Thank you, Jimmy, for listening. We love you. It's very true, too. All right, it's uh, it's time. Is it that time? It is that time. It's when I find out what we listening to or watching. I don't know anything. It could be anything at this point. I don't think that we should. The watching stuff is kind of... Spread those out? Spread those out. I think that this should be... I mean, I like movies and things and watching stuff. I do think that maybe the music stuff is a little more powerful. But we will definitely be reviewing movies in the future. However, this week we will be reviewing an album that I love. It means so very much to me. I will give you the official title later, but it is Win the Pawn by Fiona Apple. Ah, Miss Apple. 
Yes. <laughs> I am so goddamn excited. I listened to some of this album on the way home from work. Actually, this is what I listened to to cleanse my palate after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's perfect, then. To, yeah, so that's this is going to cleanse our have, palate from Judas Priest to Fiona Apple. Does this have my song on it? This does have a song that you already know and enjoy. It has... Fast as you can. I'm excited. Yeah. Actually. Win the pawn. I kind of gave Apple. away at the end there, but sorry. No, it's fine. That's Perfect. a genuine reaction. Yeah. I think it's okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. Thank you very much. Tell like, people. Tell yes. us if you like us, if you hate us. Yes. If you hate us, you probably wouldn't have gotten this far. Um I don't know if there's anything that we're doing that would make you hate us that much. I'm sure I've said something either really wrong or offensive. So I'm probably wrong a lot is my theory, but whatever. And stupidly offensive just in the name of humor and not in an actual belief system. Nope. Or maybe I'm just a piece of shit and that's fine. Tell me maybe about it. So. Thanks for listening, guys. Yes. We appreciate you. Please tell your people to listen you, to us. Babies. Thank you. I'm suddenly exhausted again. <laughs> her, her posture literally did slip. It's like you sucker punched me. Yep. Fade this shit out. <laughs> I am. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>